Hello, 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 and welcome back to the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, his newest kink is that he likes to watch. It is Scotty Westside. <laughs> First of all, let's set the record straight. Not my newest kink. Uh, okay, not, okay. True, true, true. Not newest, not by a long shot. Um, Let the boy watch. We love... <laughs> he needs to learn. Um, also... I am just now realizing there's kind of a lot of watching going on in this episode. Like, there, there is not um, not not only our favorite giant bony boy Drogon, but uh, what's his face watches Braun for a, for a bit too. Oh for a hot yeah, name. Cucky Kyburn is his uh, <laughs> is his nickname. I heard that's <laughs> his official title. You know, uh, titles, Jamie's the titles, Kingslayer, yes. Kyburn's Cucky Kyburn, the Cuck Slayer, the Cuck Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know all what Kyburn's kinks are. I think Dude, that guy disturbs even me. I feel like his list of kinks would be longer than like a Walgreens or CVS receipt. Oh, like, good joke. Yeah. Original joke achieved. Way to go, Zach. Yeah, man. Did you say Ridge Droke? Yeah, Drokon. <laughs> Drokon, true. True, true. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, hey, it's it's it feels. I feel a little loopy tonight, Scott. I know I'm loopy because I'm tired as hell. Yeah, and I just also realized I forgot to take my contacts out, so my eyes are gonna be dry as shit by the time this is over. Because I was be a little squinty boy. I might be a little squinty boy by the end of this. You're already. Uh, I, I mean, you you already do kind of have. Like little squinty, beady shark I, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, shark <laughs> eyes? Yeah, that actually sounds little... cool. As that, that sounds cool as hell, actually. I'll take the shark <laughs> eyes nickname. Um, I had, uh, there was like a, a friend in college used to call me Garfield because you know how Garfield's eyes are always half closed? She said my uh -huh. eyes were always always half closed. So okay. that's, that's definitely I mean, I, I thought your nickname would be Garfield because you're just a lazy sack of shit, but all that right, was we'll go, we'll go with it's it. because of that the eyes. <laughs> It's definitely because of the eyes. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no. Yeah. I had a I had a long ass day at work today. We were we were busy. Uh, oh, sorry. We have pal. not recorded on one of my work days in a minute either. And I'm, I'm well. We mad haven't at you. recorded in a minute. So no. Yes, we recorded last <laughs> week. You asshole. I That's, know, but still, we've said that every episode for like we really have six weeks, and it's actually been true up until this one. We're yeah. we're we're being good podcast boys. Uh, for once. Speaking of, uh, you know, we'll get into some more of this later, obviously, but I want everyone to know that uh, Zach, Zach wanted me to uh, play Smash Brothers last night with the boys, and I informed him that I needed to do my podcast homework and write us a, a very thorough and concise recap because this is a very important beginning of season eight episode, and he was like, oh, just have AI write it again. And I was like, no, Zachary, that would not be the responsible podcast host thing to do. I definitely am going to put all my heart and soul and time into this recap and not play Smash with the boys. So so did you get around <laughs> to uploading the Smash clips from last night? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I'll do okay. it. I, yeah, oh, no, I'll shit. do that later. Okay. Um, so right. yes, I want everyone to know, despite how funny and humorous the the AI thing was from last week, uh, I I made sure to you know because no no robot can replace our humor. We we know that for sure. <laughs> so don't you don't look at me in that tone of voice. Zach. <laughs> uh, so yes, you uh, fucking shut your mouth fresh, when you look at me. <laughs> fresh hot content. Uh, in the recap that I that I have definitely written myself uh, will be coming at you soon. How was your week, buddy? Uh, my week was was good, man. Uh, it has been. I felt like this week's been pretty busy. Yeah. Uh, but I did still have some time to do some fun stuff. I have been working on. Uh, actually, I've been working on a D and D one shot that we're going to be playing together soon. Uh, you say soon, but in Zach's world, that could be. Months. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm about ready to send you guys is, the information for, to to make to get your characters. Written. Is it coming along? It All really right. is coming along. Yes. Hell yeah. I'm yeah, I'm very this. excited. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll be playing some D and D together here pretty soon. I've uh, been working on that. I randomly, you know what? Okay, I had a I had a hard look at myself. Uh same. <laughs> yeah, every day actually. <laughs> I'm always hard when I look at yourself. <laughs> That's not what I... <laughs> okay. When I look at yourself hard, brother. I, I was thinking, man, hard. every day when I look at myself, it's so hard to look at myself because I hate myself. That's where I was going. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hell no, brother. I went the opposite way. <laughs> That's a conversation for my therapist. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. That uh, is for sure. Anyway... Uh. And I be I began to get very upset with myself for being somebody who doesn't finish a lot of things. Oh, true. Actually. So you know what I did yesterday? I turned on Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. and and was like, I should start playing this game again and finish this game. And I played it for like two and a half hours and finished the game. That's how little I had left. Before, like. The last time I was playing, or like when I was playing it very consistently, I had three mainline quests left. This is definitely a thing that you do. It is a thing I do, and it's, it's, got, it is frustrating. You got very close to like the end of Hollow Knight, I remember back the in the The first day. time. Yeah, and just dropped it and like didn't finish it then for forever also. And uh, I think I've played Hollow Knight like three times since then. Yeah. Because it's real good. Because it's real fucking good. But I, it's real fucking that's, good. That, that's my issue is like finishing something new. I, there's like a commitment thing that like this is also it? is probably a therapy conversation if we're being totally honest. <laughs> True. What am I Dude. if not like your free therapist, Zach? All right. Uh, <laughs> do you think do you think maybe it has something to do with like the things you enjoy a lot? You don't actually like want them to end. You want to like kind of like edging. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely like edgy. Yeah, yeah. You want to draw that experience out and just <laughs> be on the edge for so long? Is that is that what you think it is? Yeah, pretty much. I don't. You know. Well, no. See, but I think the issue is like, like I don't go back and finish them. Like, dude, I played, I played Tears of the Kingdom for like a week. I probably maybe put. I mean, not, not even a full week, honestly. Like, you're, you're not very. I I maybe game. put like fifteen hours into that game. And oh, you put more time in than I thought you did, honestly. Yeah, I, I, well, it's because I spent a lot of time exploring and not doing like quest stuff, but like, well, sure, that's that game. 
I I adore what that game is, and I just mm-hmm. did not keep playing. So I will be is going it, back and finishing. Is it because you decided you'd rather wait for Breath of the Wild 2? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Sorry, Chaz. We got to give Chaz some. You know what? It's been a hot minute since Chaz took, it actually it ca- has, caught a stray on, on the old We Don't Want a yeah, Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that was... That was a very funny conversation. We don't need to go that no, much farther into it. The um, basic gist of it is we love Chaz. He's he's he he makes me shake my head in absolute astonishment sometimes. Yeah. But that's why we love him. But he should uh, never change. Truly never change, my guy. Yeah. Absolute the best of friends. So other than finishing Hogwarts Legacy, which by the way is very good. Uh good. Cool original story it. in that universe. Uh, I know this is several months too late to be giving a fucking review on Hogwarts Legacy, <laughs> True. but truly just a fun, a fun game. Um, some of the stuff got a little repetitive, but the story kept it very interesting because it, it was very unique. Um, Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Other than that, man, I've been chilling. Uh, been reading uh, The Way of Kings a lot, uh, making my actually making some heavy progress into that. I should be finishing that very soon and it is fucking incredible uh you know i got a long drive coming up maybe i'll uh maybe i'll listen to some of that on the way i think that that would be a good idea because i know that you have the the attention to be able to do that i will say this and and i'll and i I, i'm actually i'm glad i'm saying this here because we know that a lot of you guys do like to take recommendations and things that we talk about and this is just kind of like a Friendly disclosure, um, I have come to like the audiobook narrator. I don't know his name, uh, but but I've, I've come to enjoy him. However, this is one of the largest, like, world-building and, like, just being over, like, overwhelmed with new information that I've ever experienced. Um... And the audiobook is a little more monotone than my p- preference. Mm. So it, it was kind of difficult to like really start. absorb all of it at the start. So I, I was reading the physical book a lot at the beginning because because of that. And I'm I'm far enough in where I can do either and 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 I'm like bought in and, and I realize what things are and where things sure. are and, and you know, so um, but yeah, it, it was, is a little difficult. So yeah, just, you know, take that as you will. I think you'll be fine. You know, I, I know you're a good listener and reader, so I think you'll be great, but, uh, you, you have been really trying to get me into it lately and I, I, I do want to, I just need to, you know, buckle down and do it. Um, oh, my- la- la- last thing, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last thing, just before we move away from the way of Kings. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't know if you listened to this. But Sam finished all of Brandon Sanderson's books already. Wait, not all the books he's ever all written. All his books. All his books he's ever written? Like, not, all, or just all, that series? No, not just that series. Shut the fuck up. Yes, dude. I mean, there might be some books that he's written that are like not very big or like well known that maybe she hasn't gotten around to. How many books is that? I think she's read like 10 Brandon Sanderson books. Dude, Sam's obsessive behavior kills I know, me sometimes. Dude, it's That's so amazing. amazing That's dude, so yeah. funny. And, and I haven't even finished the one that I told her to start yeah, reading you to, to follow you along all, with you me. You were like halfway through. 
No, nah, I was like a third of the way through. You I are the worst. Uh, but now that's my problem. I put shit down and I don't yep. keep going. So well, your therapy time is up. I hate to break. Okay, it to you. yeah, yeah. My let's... week since you asked. Um, oh, that's has right. been fine. <laughs> I, I fuck off, Zach. <laughs> Mainly getting ready for this uh, big camping trip that you and yes. I are going on that I'm very excited for. Yes. Uh, can't wait. The I also binged the the One Piece live action this week. It came out, but we will Hell not. Yeah. Talk, we will not talk about that here because we are planning to do eventually something on that. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. I am excited to talk about this episode though, Zach. Uh, but first, we have something very important to do because it's the first episode of the season. So you know what we do consistency baby Consi- we are the kings of consistency if anything else zach i am hovering which of these scenes <laughs> to switch to and i'm like it's like that meme with like the buttons like you know the guy's sweaty, <laughs> the sweaty. And I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm just like oh yeah i did it okay so this is obviously well not maybe not obviously this was at the end of last season uh okay. well start of season seven so this is where we were. Tywin still had his iron grip on the top at 80 total points. Tyrion and John had tied for second at 71, and everyone else was kind of trailing along behind those three. Uh, at the start of this season, so only seven episodes later, this is where we now stand. Oh, Scott's in dark mode now, baby. I love that. Uh, get look who has taken the top spot, Zach. The usurper. Boy. The usurper, kind of, sort of himself. Tywin has been dethroned. We figured it would happen, and I think we both predicted it would happen this season. Yeah. Uh, Jon Snow, number one, eighty-four points, twenty-eight total times that he has been thrown in. Uh, His Tywin, point per appearance, though, it's not incredible. It's come up a lot, honestly, because he was getting a lot of like fourth and fifths in the early days of the sure. show. Um, but it has come up a lot. Uh, Tywin four points behind him, but obviously his time is done. So John has passed him for good. We also had a big thing about whether Tyrion would ever catch Tywin, and with six episodes left, he's still six points behind. Which I think I think he what did he gain like one point. He from gained last three, uh, three. Points. he gained three points. Uh, yeah, but I don't coming, know how that's gonna go. Coming up hard, making up big ground was Daenerys. Daenerys only had uh, fifty-seven points at the start of season seven, and she now has seventy-two. That so is, she is within striking distance. I don't know if she'll make it, but she is within striking distance of Tywin, which is truly incredible. That is, uh, that's pretty impressive. I, I love that you've been doing this and keeping track of this kind of stuff. Like, and you had no faith in me on this. I, right? I mean, I don't, I still don't, if we're being totally honest. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad that you brought up the Daenerys thing because, um, we're the Dav, we're Davis, we're the Daenerys haters. Yeah, I, I would be legitimately curious, like, would other people be capable of being as objective? Um, objective as no, I mean, no one is. We're, ab- we're so objective. During I love the, how humble you in. are. No one on earth is as objective <laughs> as we are, Zach. That if that's what you're trying to I say. Guess, I guess what I'm saying is like like people who love Daenerys. <laughs> I feel like in their head, 
Daenerys would be on the top of this list. Yeah. But we despise Daenerys and are being honest with her positioning and her episodes and performances. And I think that like her being in the top five, honestly, is kind of incredible considering how much you and I dislike her. Agreed. Uh, One other one I want to point out real quick is Cersei made huge gains last season. Also, she had 43 points at the start of season seven. And she now 59. has wow. 59. Uh, Love that. That is, that is a big jump. Uh, I'll just run through the whole top 15 here just for the audio listeners. Jon Snow, Tywin Lannister, Tyrion Lannister, Daenerys Targaryen, Cersei Lannister, Jaime Lannister. Oh, we love them Lannisters. Uh, Arya Stark, Littlefinger, Davos, Sam, the Hound, Bobby B. Still hanging in at number 12. Love him to death. Rob Stark, Sansa. Oh, Sansa's almost passed. You think Sansa will pass her brother this season? I bet so. I think so. She's only three points back of Rob. I bet she passes him. And top 15, I don't think I would have ever have guessed this, hanging around still is old Marjorie Tyrell. Good for her. Marge. Gotta Good love old Marge. Marge. I, uh, uh, I, so obviously, listeners, uh, people who are not watching, obviously you can find us on, on YouTube if you guys want to check this out in video format. But we'll we'll put these up on the, uh, on the Twitter and on the Instagram uh, and throw them up in the Discord for you guys as well. Uh, if you're not aware, these are obviously from day one of the show. Yeah. So it's kind of impressive to see some of these people still hanging around. Like Rob, yeah. Bobby. I mean, obviously it makes sense that Bobby B. Bobby B with the perfect five point. The perfect five points. 500 point. Per, yeah, love that. Uh, but like Rob Stark still hanging out. Marjorie yeah. still hanging out. Kind of love that, man. Yeah. It's it's a cool. I, I I do love just seeing this list from time to time, and I like how we've kept updating it because it is interesting. Like, like the chase, like you know who was going to finally chase down Tywin, and you know we figured it would be eventually John. Well, for the longest time we were sure it was Tyrion, uh, but Tyrion majorly stalled out the last couple seasons. Uh, but now John, our boy, has taken his spot atop when, the list. When we finish Game of Thrones. This list will be a definitive best character list. Yes. I mean, everything we do is definitive. But, but it, also, no, just, not really, because we we put so much eff- emphasis on positioning that it's not a true character. Like, Daenerys is not the fourth best character in well, Game of Thrones. No, no, no. I guess, like, the most, like, overall... Like I guess I, I I don't know what we would call it. Like it's like uh, a power would it, ranking. Would it be like a, a a war stat? Like overall, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know, like, I guess a catch all. Yeah, yeah a, a catch all stat, most well rounded. Yeah, in all areas, positioning being included. You know. By the way, shouts to Tyrion for that ten streak appearance. I think Dude, that was yeah. like I think that was season one, season two, probably. Uh, was on the list for 10 straight episodes, which is unheard of. And maintaining uh, at 352 point yeah, per appearances. For sure. Impressive considering. All right, anyway, let's stop being cool fucking stuff. nerds. Yeah, yeah, And um, let's be some nerds and talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, Zach, so you're going to start us off here. This is season eight, episode one of the recap that I definitely for sure did 100%. not have AI right and, and put a lot of time into myself. So I hope it's accurate. <laughs> I hate my life. Uh, True. Uh, I want off this ride. 
the first episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. What a good start. Was a roller coaster of emotions, reunions, revelations, and dragon rides. Accurate. Here's a hilariously funny recap of what happened in Winterfell. I appreciate the setup there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for writing that one in. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? I thought everyone needed to know what we're doing here. <laughs> Just, and, and also they need to know that it's hilariously funny. Yeah. Uh, John and Daenerys uh, arrived at Winterfell with their army of unsullied Dothraki and dragons, only to be greeted by cold stares and snarky comments from the Northerners. Those northerners can definitely be snarky. Snarky comments. Sansa was especially unimpressed by the Dragon Queen and her entourage and made sure to let her know that the North remembers how to throw shade. (laughs) I really thought long and hard about that. We don't have jobs anymore. So we don't. I have a hundred percent of it. The ellipses before how to throw shade. <laughs> Fucking masterful. Holy shit. John reunites with Bran, who is now a creepy psychic tree boy. Same, honestly. And Sansa, who is not impressed by Daenerys or her fancy titles. I thought that said titties for a second. <laughs> Them fucking titties. <laughs> Those fancy titties. Those fancy titties. John reunited with his siblings, Bran and Arya, after years of separation. Bran was his usual creepy self, spouting cryptic messages and staring into people's souls. True. Accurate. Arya was more cheerful, but also more lethal, showing off her collection of weapons and skills. Did she show off her skills? Kind of, sort of. Maybe. Interesting. Okay. Um, she also had a tense encounter with the Hound, who called her a cold little bitch. Aw, they missed each other. (laughs) So fucking great. (laughs) Sam meets Daenerys and learns that she roasted his father and brother alive, which makes him very sad and also angry. He then tells Jon the truth about his parentage. He is actually Aegon Targaryen, the rightful heir to the Iron Throne, and Daenerys' nephew. John is shocked and confused. Uh, that's part two of Dazed and Confused, the cult classic. True. And probably wondering how to break the news to his aunt lover. God damn, dude. This that's savage. Talk about a mood killer. But a bunch. Talk about a mood killer. I am so happy okay. that that's written in. Uh, meanwhile, Cersei is in King's Landing drinking wine and plotting with Euron Greyjoy who brings her the Golden Company, a bunch of mercenaries mercenaries who look like extras for Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Yo, I was in a savage mood when I wrote this. Apparently. Uh, She sleeps with Euron, who is very cocky and annoying, true. And tells him that he might be the father of her unborn, chi- unborn child, which is probably a lie. Did she tell him that? I or, don't yeah, think she did. Definitely. For sure, I wrote that. Uh, she also hires Bronn to kill her brothers with a crossbow, which is very ironic and cruel. Uh, Theon rescues Yara from Euron's ship, and they part ways. Yara goes to reclaim the Iron Islands, and Theon goes to join Jon and Daenerys in Winterfell. Hey, Speak. 
Speaking of Daenerys, she had a few awkward moments of her own. She tried to bond with Sansa over their mutual love for Jon, but Sansa was not having it. She also tried to make peace with Sam by thanking him for saving Jorah's life, but ended up telling him that she killed his family. Oops. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so good. And so she good. finally got to ride a dragon with Jon, which should have been romantic, but was ruined by the fact that one of the dragons was watching them with a jealous glare. Maybe he knows something they don't. Maybe he does. Uh, the episode ended with a chilling scene of the Night's King's message, a spiral of human limbs with the severed head. It was kind of the whole body of Ned Umber in the center, reanimated as a white. The message was clear. Winter is here, and so are we. Clears day. Clears day. That's it for the recap of Winterfell. Tune in next week for more drama, death, and dragons. True! That was fucking incredible. Yeah, we, uh... We're, we're, we should just shut her down now. We should, yeah. We cannot defeat the robots. I mean, my amazing writing skills. Zach, I, I want to I wanna lay all my cards out on the table right here and now. Okay. Uh, despite all the shenanigans and the jokes and the whatnot that we've done so far, um, I enjoyed the hell out of this episode. I don't know about you. Interesting. Okay. And I, we've talked a lot about how unfamiliar, relatively speaking, we are with season eight. Sure. So I wasn't, I didn't really know what to expect, but I quite enjoyed this episode. I I th I enjoyed the episode. I don't think I was like hell yeah. Uh but I thought it was a solid episode 1 for a season. See, I think I could go all, all the way to a hell yeah. Really? Like, there are a lot of scenes I really enjoyed. Why don't we talk about it? Okay. Um, oh, that's a great segue. Thank you. Uh <laughs> as good as my recaps. Um, so the episode obviously starts with John and Daenerys riding into Winterfell. Um, yeah, I, uh, I like the intro to this episode a lot. I think the parallel between like the little kid running and, you know, like episode one, Arya kind of doing the same thing. Well, it's kind of Arya and Bran are kind of right doing the whole thing. Um, and you know, Arya kind of like makes way for him and smiles and I, I, Right off the bat, I want to say I appreciate how much we saw Arya smiling this episode. Dude. Because I feel like she hasn't smiled for like two seasons. That is literally in my notes. Yes. Like, I'm not lying. And it's, it's fucking whack, dude. Whack. Whack. That, that, that you and I do that shit. Like, yeah, that it, it's just so refreshing. Like, I like the Arya is a badass card. Like, I, mm -hmm. I really do think that she's one of the best characters to be a badass uh like given her story that we've seen and and you, you always want to root for the little guy you know mm -hmm. like she's grown into this very capable assassin and warrior but like she's still a human girl like a young girl who like cares for her family and like cares for her friends and needs and wants friends and relationships you know and like mm -hmm. 
it's just so nice. Yeah. I, I it was a very humanizing moment. Uh, not as humanizing as her experience with uh, Ed Sheeran, but uh, but a very humanizing moment. <laughs> Why did you have to remind me of that in an episode I liked? Um, the other thing I really loved from Arya here is her face. You know that that meme of the girl who's like doing the whole like like. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that's you Brittany know. Broski. Okay, I I didn't know who it was. That's Arya's face as she's seen the different people write up. <laughs> like she sees John and she's like ah, but then she sees the Hound and she's like mm. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> then she sees Gendry, she's like ah. <laughs> she's like oh shit, that guy looks hot. Yeah, truly. I I loved that. I was like, boy, like seeing true emotion and like just the being a real person again from Arya is like yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I I think that there's since we're talking about Arya and this like her being a human. Mm-hmm. We get another scene that we'll I'm sure talk about a little bit more in depth we later. We can talk about it now if you want to. Okay, like her meeting with, with Gendry, Gendry and the Hound. Gendry and the Hound. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get it out of the way. Okay. There's a lot that I like but I think the interaction with her and Gendry is very good, and the interaction with the Hound is questionable. I would agree with that. This 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 was I feel like one of the more uneven scenes in the episode. It it didn't work for me. Um, yeah, and and I don't like I I wanted to. I mean I I know how you feel now, but I one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this with you is because I actually could not figure out for myself. Do I not like this because in my head I always romanticize their relationship like like oh they're just like such you know like buddy cop like yeah fucking hilarious great characters that pair together and that's what i expect because that's my head canon mm-hmm. or am i an idiot and like they they do have an extremely like a uh, torn relationship and like right. you know what i mean like no, so yeah i see what you're saying i i feel like it started out pretty good when he says like you left me to die and she comes right back with i robbed you first like that's like the that's them accurate ba- that's like the them back and forth that we knew and loved for so long like yeah because every time he would try to give her shit about someone something she would just like come right back at him because she was like not afraid of him or anything right um and after that like i can't even really remember what goes on between the rest of it? Is it just then basically, does he go right into the you're a cold little bitch scene? And I, I can't, line? I honestly can't remember the exact, like there, there's a little more dialogue there, yeah. but, um, it wasn't the worst, but it didn't fully land for me. Yeah. And like, especially given how much we have seen her grow, mm-hmm. I think. And like how we're seeing her have these more human, uh, interactions and emotions and yeah, just a, a, a more human display, I think, of character. Um, to then go immediately to Gendry and then show that. Yes. Was, I think, was a little strange back-to-back. Yeah. Um, but then also I kind of have to remind myself, like, like, how would you feel if you ran into somebody that you literally left to die? Yeah, like oh, that's fair. <laughs> you know? that's so, fair. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's fair for me to feel this way and like have a somewhat yeah. negative tone on this part of of the episode. But 
Listen, I um, don't think it was a bad scene. It just was, I think, because it's Arya and the Hound, I wanted more, if yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I think that I, I can agree with that. Um, uh, Next thing to kind of go back to the beginning, the beginning um, John's reaction to seeing Bran was so wholesome and pure, and I love him. Bran then immediately ruins it, as, you know, Bran does. But just how happy genuinely happy john is to see him again is just like i fucking love john so yeah. much that dude he's such a good dude he is such a good dude i oh my god i bran was was the thorn in my side in this episode really he wasn't that bad no bran was awful in this he's episode. had way worse episodes i think that when you put bad bran episodes next to like like especially from last season it's all bad. Last season's bad. Yeah, last yeah, like, season's bad. Like this is a this is a solid episode. And Bran was in my opinion was like he stuck out like a sore thumb. Like it, he was not good. Like he he ruined a lot of beats in this episode for me. I the, he I disagree. I think two scenes stand out in my mind where I think he did work, but we'll talk about them much much later. Okay. Uh what what did you think about this whole Daenerys and John arriving in the north? Uh Daenerys and John arriving is good. Um I think that it's a good scene. We already talked about the Arya part of it, mm-hmm. which I think that that's in my opinion that's that's the scene. Like yeah, like true. John and Daenerys's arrival is is the Arya stuff that we talked about. Like that's that's what stood out to me. Um it is kind of funny like just how not amused the northerners are they're grumpy as hell bro like it's almost kind of gave me like the the feeling of like like a little prejudice you know like like not not just like oh you're an outside like you know foreign ruler or whatever but like Especially, like, I felt like it, especially when Grey Worm and, and Missandei are, are yeah. riding through and, like, all the Northerners are looking at them like, uh, you know. I think that's definitely intentional. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of an uncomfortable, like, feeling there, um, yeah. which I think is intentional and and, yeah. and good. It, it worked, I think. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I think that that would be very real in that situation. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like... The the where where it falls apart for me, and I don't know that it's like the entire writing in thing falls apart, but just it's Bran, dude. When they get there, and John sees Bran, they're doing their formalities, and Bran like kind of does ruin the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't have time for this. Like the your dragon's dead. They're they're fl- they fl- broke the wall. They're marching on us. Like we're we don't have time. In Bran's defense, like. He's That's not kind of, wrong, but like, he's not wrong. Uh, it just doesn't fit. Listen, it doesn't work. It doesn't feel right. I get it, and and I don't disagree with you. But it, it I don't think it bothered me as much as as it did you. Like, okay, does Bran have human emotions? I don't know. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> okay, he's capable of having human emotions. Maybe sure. So then a lot of his other scenes don't work. Like he, he in this scene he clearly displays frustration. 
is what I'm saying. Like, he clearly is frustrated that, like, like, I, look, Brand, I'm sorry, bud, but, like, five minutes of introductions is not going to fucking change anything. I'm sorry you're frustrated. If you can feel frustration, though, let's maybe turn it on a little bit when, like, your fucking brother who hasn't seen you in 10 years, like, comes a, like is excited to see you. Like, that, that is the wishy-washy, like, shitty thing about John, or about Bran uh, in this episode that I think sticks out like a sore thumb. I, I don't disagree with you in this instance, but I, I like I said, I just I don't think it bothered me as much as it obviously bothered you. Uh, what I want to say is, Leanna really out here saying what Sansa and the rest of the Northerners are thinking, and good on her for that. Uh, but... John again as as John does he stands up and just delivers a very like powerful emotional from the heart like I, what is his exact line something like I w- want to save the north you know like you you made me king of the north but what I truly want is to save the north and this is the, basically the only way I know how right and it's just like, God damn it, John, like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I will I will stand for you till the end of time. Yeah. Now, the reverse of that, and this is what I was thinking about a lot later when him and Sansa have their conversation, is that was it really necessary, John, for you to bend the knee to save the North? That's, you know, maybe a different conversation, but... I would have loved for it to be a necessity. Yeah. Because then it, it wouldn't have made his decision to bend the knee so controversial and questionable when he did it last season. Like, yeah. I think it's a fault of season seven. I think it's a fault of the way that they wrote that and the way, the order of events, I think, that, that happened. Sure, sure. Um, but whatever, I don't know. I mean, that that also is may, possibly me just making an excuse for John. Oh, it's not John's fault. It's the season seven, you know, writing. You know, so Could that's be. like, Could look, be. hey, I I have humility. I, if if that's me being a shithead, then like it definitely very well could be that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I love the scene with Liana Mormont. She <laughs> she has constantly been like the person that stands up and and delivers something powerful that resonates with the way that the Northerners live their life. Um, it, it works and her character has definitely adopted that role and I'm okay with it and I don't feel like it's overused. Um, the only thing that, that I will say on, in a negative note or in just more of a constructive note is I feel like a character like Liana Mormont could give a lot more than just that. And I would, I would have liked to see her involved in, in, in anything else, like just the only time that we see Liana is her her conversation with John, mm-hmm. with the, like the very first one where she's kind of a badass. Yeah. Right. We love that. Naming John King in the North. Another like uh, scene in the hall there. But they're all they're all the same. And I don't think right. that, the, that those scenes are overdone. It's just that's the only thing we get from her character. You want more. I want more of her character. I would like her to be utilized a little more. I see what you're saying. I think I'm pretty satisfied with her role as it is, but I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying. Like, 
okay. I mean, I, I get that we haven't had an, an, a seven season arc for Liana Mormont, and right. and she, she that's not her intention, and I I get that. But think about the contrast of like how we always see like powerful, angry, upset Daenerys, and then we get these nice moments of her having like a conversation with John, and it's just mm-hmm. like refreshing yeah. to kind of see her be a human. I think that I think that that's needed for 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 some characters. I can see that. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's it's a small quibble, just a constructive thing. It doesn't ruin anything for me. It's just it is what it is. Sure. Um so yeah, Lyanna, like I said, out here saying what Sansa and the rest of the Northers are thinking thinking. And Sansa out here saying what we've been thinking about Tyrion for the last several seasons. <laughs> uh yes. fuck yes, Sansa. Literally just speaking the words of the audience and our gripes. Uh, what does she say to exactly like I used to think like I used to she, think you were the cleverest right. man in the world. She's like you believed Cersei, your sister. I used to think you were the cleverest man I ever met. It just walks she, off, and I'm like, she told you, holy they're riding up shit, here, Sansa, to fight with us, dude, and you s- believed her savagery, <laughs> absolute so good, savagery. Dude. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah, it's like family. Tyrion. We've been saying this for ep- like seasons. What are you thinking, my guy? Is is his is his weakness supposed to be his family? Like, is that like is that I like? Guess. Do you feel like that makes sense for his character? Maybe. Hmm. I, it's, I. It's interesting. It's I, difficult because, like. I have to try and separate like book Tyrion and TV like TV Tyrion in my mind sure. because especially post season 4 they become very very different characters. Sure. So I mean maybe that is the intention is that yes his like his fatal flaw is his family but yeah. I don't know. Could be. Um what's next here? Uh I want to talk about John reuniting with Arya. Oh sure, yes, hit me. Uh, I think it was severely lacking some dialogue. It wasn't my favorite scene of the episode, for sure. These um, are two characters that are just so loved, and like, aside from, aside from just like having some more meaningful dialogue, just to make the scene more complete, from like a marketing and like making your audience happy like ha- happy happy standpoint like how are you not going to lean into that a little more like this reunion is a big deal they or it seen, should have been they haven't seen each other since like episode 2 of the series yes yeah it it's like lean into that just a hair give a little like fan service is okay when it makes sense like if it it the reunion happened, right? Like the right. reunion happening is not a fan service thing. The fan service part of it would be like, hey, let me give you guys a little more of this because everybody loves these characters and they love each other. Yeah. Like they truly love each other. And it would just be well, nice to see a little more. I I think because there's there's like now there is a little bit of tension between them because of the Daenerys elephant in the room, you know? And I think that aspect of it was played up pretty well because 
John almost he doesn't like insult Sansa, but he kind of like he tries to win Arya over. Right. Like, pull he, her to his side. Right. He's kinda like, you know, a little backhanded a little bit to Sansa, and Arya's just like she's like the most clever person I know. And like I, I think they actually did a decent job of because they haven't seen each other in so long and they they both have changed as people like so so much i actually kind of you know liked that it was a little awkward and a little bit like yes they still love each other and yes they're very excited to see each other but there's a little bit of like uncertainty and tension between them because of the daenerys in the equation right i think that that's fair i i i can agree to that i I don't know. May- maybe it's just my bias, just being like, "Hey, give a little more fan service." Right. Like, like I mean, let me see a little bit more of them together. And I think that's fair because obviously we love, we adore both of these characters, sure. and you want it to be fun, happy times. And I, I, you know, I do get that. But I, like I said, I think I did appreciate that they are such different people. Like Arya was what, like eight last time he yeah. saw her. I don't know if she, how young she was. I can't even remember. But. uh you know, she's obviously grown and is a very different person. He has grown and is a very different person. And now, you know, Arya is is super team Stark, super team North. And, you know, there's this invading force, if you will, that she's uncertain about, too. So that's fair. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Um, Anything in the North before we check in with King's Landing here real quick? before um no i think the rest of it will will probably come back to the north because the king's lane stuff i feel like will go pretty quick yeah uh cersei has added some gold to her all black outfit it does help a lot it does help i I complained about the, the all black garb there for a bit um she's real mad about the elephants but i'm sure the cgi team is just like oh thank god yeah, I, I love the elephants. explanation too. Like, like the 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 explanation the because the they're like, extra. yeah, yeah, because they're like, like guys. Last season we said they have elephants, <laughs> and they're like, we can't afford the elephants. Oh, so fucking much money we've, to animate we've already, elephants. We've already started editing episode three of this episode. We cannot afford the elephants. Yeah, guys. yeah, a hundred percent. And. <laughs> They're like, uh, well, let's write it in somehow. Uh, sea voyage, bad for elephants. The yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, so fucking great, dude. It's, it's very good. Um, yeah, Euron still sucks. That's a surprise to literally no one ever. Um, yeah. I don't think that... <sighs> this might be an issue for maybe a little bit more later in the season, but I just... Am, I remember feeling this way the first time watching this season, but I'm just so sad at how unhype the Golden Company is. That's kind of fair. Like, I remember watching this, like, and like watching season seven for the first time and being like, dude, the Golden Company, geez, that's going to be fucking wild. Like, and she like, and they talk about it too. Like, aside from like book and lore knowledge, like they talk about like the biggest mercenary force, right. the most badass mercenary force. Like they're so hardcore. And then the first introduction is like 
some of our men died because they were cheating and yeah, that was and they, it's okay they weren't great fighters like you you're not gonna miss them like that was shit not season good. seven writing again it's like that that didn't need to be there because what i was gonna say is like when they're all lined up the shot we get on the boat like they look impressive yeah. Like uh the stats, you know, like two thousand horse, like what was it, ten thousand men, like twenty thousand hey, men. Twenty is that yeah, that many? Uh it's like, hey, that's cool, that's impressive. And like he does everything, Euron fucking ruins it. Yeah. Uh also old Strickland, like I don't know, he just doesn't He doesn't exude that, much, yeah, you know, like <laughs> that like nothing nothing against the actor or anything, but he just He probably likes to watch also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the north remembers how to throw some shade and so does zachary yeah oh god um yeah i don't have anything else about i i think this is a revenge anger bang here for cersei she's pissed at jamie big time and i i think that's all i have to say about this basically i um i love like how I mean, I, I, this is, uh, this is not true. I don't love this. Okay. This is, what is that called? What am I trying to say? Uh, your sarcasm. This is called sarcasm. I okay. Love, excellent. Th- thanks for the help on that word. Yeah. Yeah. You love sarcasm. Um, I love how the Game of Thrones writers are. <laughs> Ignore that. Executive what would we producer. do without our executive producer Scott? <laughs> Always the got audio us unlocked. Are gonna be so confused. Always got us locked down. Scotty Westside, executive producer of We Don't Want a oh Podcast Incorporated. Fucking Holy say what you want to say, shit, bitch. My guy. It's so um, hot in this room. Okay, so I love that oh. they just lean into the fact that like uh that this fucker is just the most arrogant, cocky son of a bitch. And they're just like, we know our audience despises this, but we're just, we're just going to keep it rolling and like not dial it back. Even this a hair. is still part of the sarcasm, right? I mean, I'm being more real here. Like oh, okay. the whole, <laughs> the whole year on thing. Like after they fuck, he's like, how'd I do? I was pretty good though. Right. I mean, you know what? Actually, hold on. I'm going to take a different view that I just thought. We love a good sexual communicator, guys. We love we love a good a, a man who will communicate with his woman after True. sex. True. Make sure that he was able to perform and 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 do well for for his woman. Yeah. Uh, learn learn from mistakes, possibly you know, yeah. and, and improve. That's you know, absolutely. You got to slip in a little. Was I Prop- bigger than the last guy though? <laughs> Props to you're on here, big time, absolutely. Yeah, dude, what a good communicator. I think he probably deserves number one on who be thrown in. You know, yeah, who could dude. say? Well, we'll say later. Um, the the real. Qu- <laughs> so I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, the quick bronze scene. I, I did get a very good laugh out of uh when Kyburn is like Gives she'll him die the of the pox. No, oh, yeah, she'll yeah. die of the pox within the year, and Braun is like. <laughs> <laughs> which one <laughs> uh, which one now hold on <laughs> dude that was that was genuinely very funny yeah uh i love when kyburn it... gives him the the crossbow and he's like 
that fucking family, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These people are just so he's, ridiculous. He's so fucking over this family. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's a small thing, but obviously, like, I love Braun, and he's he is funny in this scene. Yeah. Uh, also, just the him, like, can we not talk about the fucking dragons? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, my poor dude just wants to like live in peace, and uh, no one will. Leave he just him wants alone. to fuck in peace, dude. True, and you know, I think we Who can, can blame all relate. Him? Yeah, yeah, I think we can all relate. Absolutely. Um. So then we go back to the north. And my guy Davos is the only one with half a brain who is out here like, uh, hey, guys, uh, maybe we don't have to worry about all this uh, Jon Snow bowing to the queen and who's the king of the north. Uh, what if they just fucked and <laughs> ran the realm together? Like, have you seen those two? They're both hot as shit. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Any takers. And I'm just on. like, that's my guy, Davos. The fucking... Arguably two of the, the smartest people in the realm right yes. here, and you guys aren't biting on this shit? Right. Come on, exactly. what is happening right now? Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's my guy, Davos, spitting the hot truths. How has no one brought this up uh, yet to this point? Um, that is really, truly startling that it has not been mentioned at all. Like, Yeah. You would have think you would have thought Tyrion did he ever bring it up in season 7 when they were talking about John? Maybe not with John? No, no, no. I don't think that they ever brought it up in season 7, but like even when Danny is when they're leaving um where the fuck were they at? Marine? Uh, whatever. Uh fucking perma boring story. True. Uh she tells Dario 2.0 Oh yeah, she'll have to marry for all I'll have to marry. Stuff. Yeah. Like uh, who else would be a suitor? <laughs> did she just immediately forget that conversation? <laughs> Everybody did. The writing team certainly did. Jesus, dude. True. Yeah. Uh yeah, this seems like an easy quick simple fix. I think I think Varys is like they are pretty fucking hot together. Like you're not you're not wrong. Also, I just, it was in this scene in particular where I was kind of like, hey, this, 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 this feels like the Varys, the Davos, and the Tyrion, that this, this writing is fun. And they're not just like being quippy. Like, I, I felt, and I don't know if this was just me, but I felt like the writing just felt good again. And it's maybe just these three being great because I love all three of them, but I don't see here. I think here's where our difference is, man. I don't think that it felt good again. I think it felt better than season seven. Okay. You, okay. That you may have just nailed it there, but that, yeah, you're right. That's a low bar to cross yes. for sure. Uh, maybe you're right. And maybe that is what I'm comparing it to, but, but, but still, I mean, credit where it's due. Like, yeah. it is it is better than what we just watched. So. For sure. Uh, then I think what's next is probably my second favorite scene of the episode, uh, which is the John and Sansa scene. And I alluded to this earlier. Um, is this before or after the dragon ride? I can't remember now. I think it's... I don't actually remember. Okay. And my recap was very helpful. <laughs> Keep <Yeah>. things straight. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I can't. I, it might be after the dragon ride. Um, it doesn't matter. What John is saying is totally right to Sansa. He's like, I want to save the North. I know what we're up against. We cannot beat them without her. Uh, I will do whatever it takes to save the North. That is all well and good. But what he is not telling her is that, again, as we talked about, he bent the knee after she had already pledged to help. Yes. And I think that dynamic is really interesting. And also, I love that Sansa is not anybody's fool. She's not an idiot. She called She knows. It. He, you know, he, she doesn't know that, oh, you bent the knee after she pledged, right, obviously. Right, right, But she knows the real reason is that he's in love with her. Right. Uh, and this, this scene is not a long scene, and there's not much more to it than that, but I really enjoyed it. I, you know, we've talked about it plenty of times. We, we really love Sansa when she's, you know, especially in these last couple seasons when she's, you know, no nonsense. She's, you know, come so far, grown up so much, and... Yeah, I mean, she, she she's she's running shit. Like yes. to, to to some degree, you know, and it's it's cool to see that dynamic um in growth from her. And yeah, and I and I love just like you said, I love that she calls John on it. Mm-hmm. And putting it in that perspective is is interesting. Like I I honestly hadn't even really like thought like like, oh yeah, like like he, he did bend the knee after mm-hmm. she had already pledged help, like Sansa kind of hit the nail on the head there. Right. You know? And Sansa doesn't know that that exact chain of events takes place, but what she does know is that there's more to their than what John is saying. Right. Um, which I think is great, and I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Um, man, all I could think about during the the dragon riding sequence was... <laughs> was Now, this is pod racing. Yeah, okay, listen. <laughs> this is not the best episode or the best scene in the show by far dude but also listen i maybe it was just because my mind flashed back to all the memes that came out of drogon staring at john but like i i got a good chuckle out of that part yeah of it at the sure. end the rest of it i'm just like oh, what the i have a i have a quote here actually okay um it's cold up here for a southern girl so keep your queen warm <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's some this you is think, pod racing. You, you think maybe that the Game of Thrones writing team just isn't great at writing romance, like because they haven't had a good romance, like to fucking write. That's like some Anakin fucking romancing Padme shit right there. Padme, Padme. I pod I had racing pod May? racing on my fucking mind. Uh, uh yeah, listen, that line not great. It's cold up here for a southern not girl, great. so keep your queen warm. Although, listen, listen. PS Drogon likes to watch. <laughs> Drogon definitely loves to watch. For all the shit you're giving this scene and warranted, I would just like to say again how much more I I cannot even express how much more I enjoy Daenerys. And her character when with Amelia John. Clark is like with John, but like when Amelia Clark is like genuinely smiling and laughing, yeah. which I feel like has. And again, maybe it's just the chemistry that those two have on screen together. But 
it's it's like a genuine difference in her just general air and attitude. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I could like this person. Yeah. And I agree with the that. the first five seasons that just, or six seasons, whatever it is, it's like that barely existed. She doesn't, man, that's such a good call out, dude. Because like, it's, it's not, it really isn't just a John thing. Like, think about the her first five seasons. Like, who does she have around her to have more that's, delicate and like fair. fun and lighthearted interactions? Dario, a fuck yeah. boy. No, you know what I mean. Jora, fuck a fucking <laughs> a fucking creep old guy who's obsessed with her. Like, and who only can like think about like serving her and like loyalty. Like, Pro- like probably the closest she would have would be Missandei, which is kind of a different deal. And uh, even then, she didn't have start having right, fun conversations with Missande until last season. And then the other one would really be uh, uh, Barrison Selmy. Um, but that's a very different relationship Poorly as well. underutilized. Truly. Like, like, it's an absolute fucking travesty how yeah. underutilized Barrison was around Daenerys. But oh, no, man. yeah, you're but right. Yeah. It's just like, in these moments, I'm like, oh, I love Amelia Clark. Like, she's so... Like, you can just feel the joy coming off her all every, of a sudden. Every single interaction that, that Danny has is a power dynamic interaction. Un, uh, in, like, in most scenes, you're saying. Sure. Like, yeah, in, in, like in seasons one through five, one through right. six, like, this, like, display of power mm-hmm. and, 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 like, I'm above you. Mm-hmm. And it's just not enjoyable because... Yeah. She doesn't have enough, in my opinion, doesn't have enough other things that keeps her interesting and fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, wow, that's, I'm I'm glad that we're talking, like, I know that you and I have talked about her interactions with John and, like, really liking their scenes before, but I think that that's a really good, that puts some understanding to it, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, bless Sam's heart. <sighs> Poor I fucking- guy. Dude, poor I love him guy. so much. This poor dude. Fucking oh Ebros didn't say shit, dude. Fucking Ebros. God <laughs> damn. What was what was the name of the guy that they were like shit on? Uh, I can't even remember. I don't know. I wanted uh, to say Floyd, but I know that's your friend's name. No, that's, that's not. It wasn't Floyd. Name. It definitely wasn't Floyd. <laughs> Floyd. <laughs> fucking Floyd. It was a uh, fake name. It wasn't a real name. Like uh. It was like Pauliver. Nope, I know who Pauliver is. It was something like that. It was a weird name. Anyway, poor fucking Sam. I I feel so bad for him here because he's just he's such a such a, a a sweet soul, and just this just breaks him. It really does. And poor guy. You know what? Shouts to Daenerys for doing the hard thing and telling him outright and owning it um because she could have pulled an ebros and just like fucking walked away uh so i gotta give her credit for that but it's just like this this whole interaction is just like so shitty because she starts out like thanking him and i'm sure sam is like over the moon you know that someone is thanking him for for something he's done and then it just it goes to his family is dead and that's just oh sucks i also adore that he's like there's one thing like like you could i, I may need a pardon and she's Dude. like what crime have you committed he's he like, stole some books i stole some books and she literally looks at jorah like are you this fucking guy. serious with this yeah. guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very this, good this is the dude that saved you huh okay cool yeah no it's uh <laughs> it's so great 
It's great. And then we get to my favorite scene of the episode. I think by far. Which is uh, Sam and John. Well, see, we don't get there immediately. Do we, we not? Get, no, we get to the scene where Sam confronts Bran. And Bran, for some reason, is like, nah, I don't want to be a part of that conversation. Right. See, no, you hate this. I I kind of like this interaction. I don't love it like I love the next scene. but It, I... it tees up a better scene to, for it to be just John and Sam. But, like, what is the decision for Bran being like, no, I can't be there? <sighs> I, listen, it does no, not make sense. No, I view this as Bran acknowledges he's a fucking psycho tree weird boy. And to his point... When he tells Sam, he there's no one he trusts more than you. I think that's accurate. Like, can can Bran not share a vision with somebody? I don't think so. I don't know. He he may not be able to. No, Let's... unless they're also a green seer. I don't see how that would work. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that was that that was not a reason that that it upset me. I was I was genuinely curious. Book John probably is a green seer. Anyway. Um. Maybe I might be remembering that wrong. He's anyway, a warg. I know he's that. definitely a warg. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, see that, that I think that scene's totally fine because I again I agree with Bran. Sam is the one to tell him this, not creepy, weird tree person Bran. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it when you just okay me and have that dissatisfied I mean, look on like, your face. I don't. I don't think that what you're saying is wrong. Uh, like I, I really. I like I get where you're coming from and and I have to I have to be okay with it because I do really like the Sam John scene like a lot a lot. I think and and I want to preface what I'm about to say by saying I do not think this is like the best scene in the show. Uh it had a lot to live up to considering this is this is John's parentage being revealed to him, which is arguably just as important or more as important than being revealed to us. Uh, he asked Ned about who his mother was in episode two of the fucking series. And we have been building and teasing that for 60 some odd episodes. And I think for for how much weight this scene has to carry it's it's basically perfect. I I love Sam and John together obviously so much. Sam is hurting from the news he just received and I think that aspect of it comes through very well. Um I just I love it. I love it so much. That's interesting. I really like it, but I I don't feel that strongly about it. Did you have is it just like any problems with it? Or did I you just not feel strongly about it. I I did have a couple. Like I think I I think that my problem, and I don't know that I would go so heavy handed as to say problem, but the slight issue that I took with it is like the importance of this conversation shows itself in the location, which is mm-hmm. great. And it shows itself as almost, I, I think you're going to kind of hate that I feel this way, but like, I just feel like this conversation felt too like punchy. It felt too like one liner. Really? Yes. Like when you're going to have this conversation with somebody, like you, you don't start a conversation and then be like, 
like, no, I'm not talking about your crown, like the king of the north crown. I'm talking about the whole fucking country. Like he doesn't say it no, like no, no, that. No, no, but like I, because I, John's walking away from him at that. I point understand, dude. But like you got to understand when you're gonna have a conversation that heavy with somebody. Yes, theatrically, it looks beautiful. It works in the crypt. But like this is a like, hey man, I have uncovered some stuff. We need to talk about your parentage. Like we we need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And this is gonna be this depending on how you take it, this this could be kind of a difficult conversation or hard pill to swallow. But like I, I just I just kind of feel like it was like like it felt punchy. It felt like like a like a one liner type of like like reveal. Like it needed to be revealed to John the way that it's revealed to the audience. Let me counter with my perspective on this. The way I view this is that the the way it came across to me and what you're talking about, like with it being punchy, is that Sam is very much hurting right now. He obviously did not want to be the one to tell John these things. And it's just everything is kind of coming out in a rush. Like it's Sam. He's not like, you know, the most eloquent speaker in the world. It's just kind of the news that what he has to get across to John is just kind of tumbling out of him in a rush because he's so like, you know, he has so much going on in his head and he doesn't know how to fully express it. He doesn't, you know, he can't calmly rationally explaining it like maybe you want him to like listen john i have some big news for you that may change your perceptions on a lot of like no that's just it just kind of tumbles out of him in a rush and like this is what we found out and you're actually the king and john starts to walk away and he realizes like no i have to make john understand the king of the whole seven kingdoms dude like the i i guess with the way that it's delivered and look this this might be inadvertently giving credit to like bran wanting it to come from sam but the the way this conversation happens the only way that it is believable is because it's sam telling him well yeah but but like i don't know i just And I just I think, think that there important. needed to be more explanation there. Like, it was just like, I'm just going to say this and like, you're going to trust me because I'm your friend, not because I'm well, going to make it believable. Well, I like, think that's that's a big aspect of it is because, yes, John doesn't dismiss this out of hand and it hits him hardest because it is coming from Sam. And he like he can trust Sam. He can, but. But Sam can't be wrong. Like Sam shouldn't have to have to explain. Like this is what we found out. Listen, I think John appreciates that with the weight of the situation in the way that Sam is telling him this. Like Sam wouldn't, you know, just tell him if he wasn't sure. You know, like he just got done telling him about his family being murdered, and that's a big deal. But Sam is like. But I actually, there's something more important I need to talk to you about. And that's like, that gives some heavy weight to what he then tells him. Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> like, I, I, it's it's really, really <laughs> leaning on... Their relationship, that. which is incredible! 
The John and Sam relationship is goaded. But I just feel like there should be a little more, dude. Like, there's nothing the matter with their relationship being, like, the reason that it doesn't immediately make John, like, say that this is stupid. But but where's the, where's the, here's what happened? Well, Are they I mean, cutting that simply to save time for the audience because we know what happened? I don't know. I, like, I think John does attempt to, like, fight back a little because he then comes back at Sam with, like, my father was the most honorable man I ever knew, and you're telling me he lied my entire life to me about this. And Sam goes, no, well, your father, well, Ned Stark, uh, promised your mother that he'd, you know, so-and-so and Robert mm-hmm. Baratheon would, would have killed you. And then John is like, oh, shit, you right. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I, I feel like you're saying, like, John didn't, like, John just accepted it immediately, and he didn't. But John has to know that, maybe he doesn't have to know. This is but- just more of a conversation than what we saw, man, is what I'm saying. Like, to, like if you sat there and told me, you know what, some of this probably was discussed off screen, I'd be like, Okay, I will kind of accept that. No, because I would be hate cooler that. if I we saw it. That. But like, you're telling me that you would be okay with them walking out of the crypt together, being like, "Cool, glad we came to this understanding." There's not going to be more of a conversation. Well, there probably is, but like, that's what I want. I want that part of it. Again, I, I listen. I'm obviously not going to change your mind on this. <laughs> and you're not going to change yeah. my mind on this. It's just the biggest fucking piece of this whole story in my opinion it is and that's why i'm saying it's so good because it is it it doesn't take place in some big like throne room somewhere it's just two best friends in the crypt one of them has just gone heard some fucking terrible ass news and he's he's doing something he knows has to be done and he's speaking from his heart and it's sam and he's my delicious cinnamon roll soul that is perfect and even if Sam was like, had just said, like, I'm not sure how to have this conversation. Like, th- that's not something that. that would I would immediately check out because that is not a Sam thing to say. That yeah, would be the Sam worst. Would, Sam could totally that would be the that. worst fucking line. It, that just, would be worse than than keep your queen warm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It it uh, something about it just felt like it just felt like it was missing. Let me let me be clear. I don't okay. like what was there. What was there was good. I just think that there should have Wait. been something else. You said you don't like what was there. What was there? Oh, was I'm good. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't have a problem with what was there. Okay. What you wanted there, more. I wanted more. Like I a wanted, longer conversation. Maybe yeah. Maybe a longer conversation. Like I want more of the realization from John. I want more of the like the pieces are starting to fit. Like oh, and like but. Like I think, listen, it, for news that big, you're the human mind like can't grasp that all at once. Like I think you have to give him some time to grapple with that. You're wanting him to come to terms with it and like fully accept no, it all that's, in once. That's not what I said. No, but just like with the way that okay, I think, and I, this wasn't my intention when I said it earlier, like in my argument, but like <laughs> going like. It, it kind of helped me paint a picture. Uh huh. With the way that with the way that the conversation goes in the crypt that we see, I cannot picture them walking out of the crypt 
not continuing to talk. You are like really you're you're overthinking. Like like how does this conversation end? Listen, do you understand I could, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying, and that's where you have to you have to stop your brain and suspend your disbelief because you can say that how does this conversation end and how do they move on from here about like 90% of scenes in a television Yeah, but 90% of scenes are not delivering some of the biggest information of the entire series. That that is oh, my nitpicking that, ass over. That here. is my issue. Just a little more. Just a little more. <laughs> All Guys, right. listeners, watchers, let us know what you think. Like like I You know what? To be clear, I'm, I'm happy about this because we fucking never disagree. Yeah, so that's, hey. I know. Yeah, we we don't. But fucking the, I, good we're for both us. clearly very passionate about it. Like it's. I fucking. I this scene was perfect. I don't care what you say. Wow. Again, again this is going in the bag of best scenes. Not for, for me. It is not. I'm not sitting here trying to tell you this is the best scene in the entire episode or se- series. Uh, it is the best scene in this episode. Uh but for what it needed to accomplish. And for the buildup, the the immense pressure that had to be on this, like I, I'm, I'm hundred percent satisfied with what it did. Wow. So, I would say I'm probably like somewhere around like the seventy-five to eighty percent satisfied. Listen, I, I think that's that's fair and reasonable. You're not terribly far off. Yeah. Yeah. Let, uh, let it just be clear. I have like I don't have any issues with with how it happened. Listen, or, if or you're, what happened? If you're sitting here and telling me you just want more of John and Sam together, I will absolutely shake to that. If if they want to have a 20-minute conversation about dra- fucking in front of dragons, I will sign the fuck up immediately. All I'm asking for is another one to two more minutes of that conversation. So I, Drogon I, just kept staring at me, Sam. I, I want the uncomfortable silences. I want the hesitation, like the... Like, John, like real like obviously like realizing sam's telling the truth and like maybe questioning more like how'd you figure this out you know like i want that that that's where that that's what i want everything else that was there stays because it was very good Mm just just needing that that extra bit is my issue but all right we'll move forward sign me up for more sam and john always so i don't disagree with what you're saying um Ed's beard is looking fucking great. Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, Dolly, my guy my boy. went to the fucking Dolly salon. Dolly D. There, you know, there is a very famous salon in between Castle Black and Last Hearth, so he must have he must have got all they dolled up there. They do a sick fade there. They do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking hot. I love Ed. I am so happy to see him again. Uh, great stuff. Also, how, how do Ned, you feel about that whole? Ned, it's whatever. That scream is creepy as hell. Yeah. Ned Umber. That's Carson. Oh no, Umber. Under. Yeah, yeah Ned Umber. Um, yeah. Kind of weird that that uh, knowing what we know about the rest of the series, kind of weird that they chose in season eight to bring back the weird designs, huh? I'm not sure. I remember what you're talking about with knowing what we know, but. Um, yeah, it is kind of weird that we haven't seen that since what season two. No, we see it when, uh, when we get the explanation of, oh, right. The children creating, yes, 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 yes. The stones. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, this scene is, is totally fine. 
uh, for moving that whole plot along. Uh, Torment, I've always had blue eyes, was was pretty fun. Uh, didn't mind that. Uh, but mostly, I just I couldn't take my eyes off Ed's beard, like the entire time. <laughs> okay, that was it. Um, speaking of great beards and sexy men, um, Jamie arrives at Winterfell. Is how this episode ends, and you know we sing his praises constantly, but shouts to Nikolai Coster Waldo for the just perfect like oh shit face realization. And just like dread, yes, the oh shit face that comes over him when he sees Bran because I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's that is the only reaction uh, that would to make have sense. there. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. um, I had a. Quote, oh, duh. Jesus. <laughs> what the hell just happened to you? For all the Sam, <laughs> Sam, I almost called you Sam. Zach just had a strong. For all the shit that I was giving John Sam scene, I had a quote written in my notes, and I'm like, "Where was this quote at? I really like it this." Was in the same it just, <laughs> you absolute motherfucker! It was you. in that scene. I hate you so much. Hey, I really hey, like this quote. Hey, Where hey, could it have hey, gone? I will say, just like I said. I loved what I saw. I just wanted to see more. I hate you so okay, much. What's the quote? Just, um, John says she'll be a good queen for all of us. She's not her father. Uh, wait, that's not. That's I'm reading a wrong quote. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sam says, I'm so sorry. Sam says, you gave up your crown to save your people. Would she do the yes. same? Yes. Fuck yes. I did I meant to write that quote down and I totally spaced on it. Yes. Yeah, very good. What a great fucking quote. Yeah, Sam is very good. the realest of the See, reals. Okay. Why does it need to go to that? Like, oh, you're supposed to be the king and not her. Like, why is this conversation more about like, oh my god, this is a real thing? Wait, you lost me. I'm confused. What I'm saying is that like it seems that that Sam is has heavy implications of like Danny shouldn't be the queen, you should be the king. Well, I think it's probably going to that because he just found out she murdered his family and is probably a little upset about it, even though he did hate his dick father. Uh he did yeah, not hate his dick dick on. That's him. probably fair. <laughs> his dick. Um uh speaking of the the quote that I mistakenly read. <laughs> Uh, that was Sansa. That was John, that was right? Sansa. Yeah. yeah, John's telling her she'll be a good queen for all of us. She's not her father. I have a little little blurb here. That, ladies and gentlemen, that's called foreshadowing. That is called foreshadowing. Yeah, doesn't Sansa come back with no pretty foreshadow? Much prettier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got yeah. That was this my second favorite scene in this episode. Um, any final thoughts? I think I hit all mine. I love how you totally just immediately realized, oh shit, wait, yeah, that scene was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> Where could up. this quote be from? <laughs> shit, man, I really like this quote. Where was it from? I fucking Fuck hate off, you. Man. Yeah, yeah. Are I, we I mean, ready look, to thrown in? Yeah, I think we're ready. Who shit. be thrown in where we last left off at the end of season seven? Cersei Lannister had taken the top spot. Jamie Lannister was at two. 
Jon Snow was at three, Sansa at four, and Sam Tarly was at five. Uh, I would say everyone except Jamie probably has a case to stay. Maybe won't stay, but has a case. Um, so, but we'll pull them down. Sansa, Cersei, John, and Sam. Uh, why don't you hit me? Who are you thinking definitely needs to make the list? I think without question, Arya needs to make the list. Interesting. Okay. I feel I, I, like, I, I, like to me, every Arya scene was, was good. Even the questionable hound one. Yeah. I still, I still really liked it. I don't disagree. I, I don't know if I would have thought of that off the top of my head, but I, I don't disagree. Well, I mean, uh, you have all the other ones that I would have said, I feel like. I so. think that's probably true. Um, is there anyone else? Uh, Gendry? Davos for suggesting they get married. Listen, I will always consider Davos. <laughs> I know you uh, He probably won't be able to beat out other people that are listed, but like... Maybe. maybe. We'll, we'll keep him up there for now. Uh, Gendry? Or the Hound? Not the Hound. Why Gendry? I don't know. I'm just throwing out names of people. Yeah. No. Oh, here, here, lo, Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock. Oh my God. Fucking my guy. With you the know what? I beard. may have allowed it if you had updated his picture with. Oh, a beard. you know what? That's fair. If I had that new sexy Ed beard picture, I'll shake to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I, I, I. Sorry, Ed. That's my bad. That's my bad, bro. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh oh, Leanna Mormont, maybe. You're on Greyjoy. Fuck off. Not happening. He banged Cersei. Good for him. Uh I don't Daenerys. Daenerys is one that we need to consider. You liked her scenes. I mostly did. I don't think you she You sang her praises a lot in this. No, episode. I did. I just I just don't think she did quite anything that like blew me away sure uh Tyrion's a big no Bronn probably not no I think I'm gonna take I put Lyanna up here I think I'm gonna take her off too like her part yeah. is just too small it is um I think it's probably between these uh I am gonna go ahead and say I would like Sam very very high if not at the top of this list Because I think his two scenes were, well, three, I guess, if you count the one with um, your boy, Bran, Bran Muffin. Uh, I think he was phenomenal in all of them. And he is doing things to move the plot forward quite a bit. I would I would agree with him being high on the list purely because of his performance. Yes. In those scenes. Um do you I have don't. someone else like listen i'm not tethered to him being like the top spot do you have anyone you feel very strongly about um aside from sounds like aria maybe i do feel pretty strongly about aria um i also feel pretty good about sansa and cersei cersei less so for me I feel pretty strong about Sansa too. I think her scenes were very good. I like, I liked how she kind of didn't take no shit, no nonsense in like the like the the meeting hall scene. 
Uh, she called out John real well. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about Sansa and Daenerys' conversation, but I feel like it was pretty good, wasn't it? It was pretty quick. It was. Dude, I, I have a note on that conversation. <laughs> well, what is it? Dude, well, I mean, it's just very quick, but Danny's side eye when she says that dragons eat whatever they want yeah is so menacing dude that side eye was like daggers oh shit yeah it was very funny all right that's that's really i know i know that that's not their like direct conversation right, right, right. but um yeah you know i i think that look you clearly feel very strongly about sam and I don't feel that strongly about somebody else as an absolute lock at one. So if that's what you're leaning, I I would go for that. Okay. Um, something about it just doesn't feel like. Here's here's where I'm at because this is such a like catch up check in episode as like most of episode season, ones yeah, of seasons are. Ones, yeah. Nobody is really making big power plays. Sure. So. I feel like you you almost have to go based on quality of the scenes in in an episode like this. And that's why I feel so strongly about Sam because nobody's position really changed from where they were at. Like I I suppose you could all argue Cersei because the Golden Company has arrived, but we we already kind of counted that as a win for her. Yeah. We knew they were coming. Um that makes sense. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. I I think I'm all right with with Sam being one. I to me the only other person that that fits that is like is Arya in my opinion, and I don't think that her scenes are nearly as weighted as Sam's. That's my yeah. Um, but I I really enjoyed her scenes. See, um, and I feel like I I even enjoyed the Arya and John scene more than you did, and um, I I yeah I I. Pretty much, I think the only small stumble is the and and again, I think maybe maybe we do have her and the Hound hyped up so much in our mind that like yeah. nothing could have lived up to the expectations. Sure, uh, I I would be fine with her too. Are you too? Man, John was also very good this episode. John too. was really good. John was really good. Uh, what if we go John two yeah, over Arya? Arya three. I think I like that okay. more, honestly. I don't have super <coughs> especially with how much he loved way. the Sam John scene. I mean, John I was did. a big part of that as well. Yes. No. You're you're uh, you're 100 right. You're 100 right. And I just remembered I really liked his speech uh, at the beginning as well. Yeah. So I will absolutely shake to that. Although he did get cock blocked by a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know. The camera cut True. rolling. Yeah, yeah. listen. <laughs> he probably, okay, he probably let me, just kept eye contact let with me ask him the entire one thing time. Here. He was with Arya. God damn it, Scott. <laughs> All right. Do we go Arya over Sansa? I like Sansa a lot. I She definitely makes the list for me. Because here's the up. issue. I feel like Danny should be counted in this list. But <sighs> if we go... If the rest of our list looks like Sansa and I... You know what? 
No, that I think that's it. I think it's either Sansa and Arya. Could, there's an argument for either of them at three. The next one goes four, and I think Danny goes five. I, I I think I'm with you. I think it is Sansa and Daenerys are our two last ones here. Um, Cersei just doesn't. Cersei do gets enough. the Golden Company, but her scenes aren't great. Right, and, and, and we ca- again we kind of gave off, her credit for that. Her scenes include Euron, so like that's that. almost an immediate disqualifier. <laughs> True, and again we basically gave her credit for the Golden Company last season at the end of last season she was number one uh yeah so i think we're just down to order. and she has no elephants so she ha- oh true uh i think daenerys definitely goes five and i, I it's a toss-up for me for I, I think i'd give the slight edge to Arya, but that's, I, I, that's i will call. say i enjoyed Arya more and so if that's the tipper I, yeah. there then then sure I think we stick I, with the, that, the only the only thing that I will say that Sansa holds over Arya is like I think her scenes were possibly a little bit more like weighty. Uh, yes, like her calling out John is big, her yeah. like her confrontation of Danny during the like uh like in the hall. Um I agree, but Arya Acting like a human again, yes. smiling and laughing, that's why. Puts, that's... puts her over the top for me. Okay, all right, that's cool. We're, we're on the same page. Then. Okay. I, 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 right. th- I think that's super fair. That's where we landed then. This is this is a solid list. Uh, that is Daenerys Targaryen at five, Sansa Stark at four, Arya Stark at three, Jon Snow, never calling you Aegon Targaryen, bucko, at two, and <laughs> my boy Sam Tarly with the best scenes of the episode brotherless fatherless samuel tarley yeah truly oh that poor my poor dude he's so sad literally just, just heartbroken how he had to like like can sniffling i can excuse I himself and she's oh like my yes God, you can dude. get the fuck out of here so bad yeah all right poor guy. Uh, zach i want to hear what you were rating this episode first yeah because uh, I am obviously higher on it than you are. I, I had this at a solid six. Jesus. I was gonna I was trying to decide between eight and eight point five. Wow. That is that's I, maybe our widest disparity. There. I quite enjoyed this episode. Um so I mean I look, no, I've you're already not allowed said to change. It. No, you're that's not that's to change. what I'm gonna say. I've already said it and I'm gonna stick with it. Prior to our conversation, I came into this thinking that this was a six. Okay, listen, I think that through enough. our conversation, I think I've realized that I do, I did really enjoy some areas of this episode a lot more than I was maybe giving credit to. Um, but I've already said six, and that was my initial knee jerk. I'll, I'll I'll stick with my knee jerk too. I was thinking eight. I think as we had the conversations about it, I also was was thinking maybe to bump it up a little bit. But I'll stick with my original. I'll stick with eight. Um, yeah, probably our biggest differential ever, I would guess. Yeah. Um, so for me, and listen, like not to put the cart before the horse here, but I know that the next episode, episode two of season eight, is one you have professed to be one of your favorite episodes in the entire series. In the entire series. So if that one holds Mind you, up, I haven't rewatched it. Right. I, true, I've watched some true. scenes before, but I've not rewatched the episode. So But if that one holds up, I don't know, season eight kind of starting off hot if you're if you're asking me. Yeah, yeah, I, um, also, to follow up on you not putting the cart before the horse, uh, 
<laughs> I know we said this at the end of season seven, but for anybody who may be just picking up now or maybe oh, didn't true. catch the end of that episode, we, Scott and I were not as critical on initial viewing of season eight as many of the audience like much of the audience was right and i think that there is a higher level writing that takes place during season eight like dialogue character interactions character moments i i remember that from the first Mm -hmm. time watching this season yes um Despite not everybody loving where characters end because ending a show is extremely difficult. So hard. Uh, despite that, which we will obviously get to that, mm-hmm. I do recall thinking that season eight was not bad television. Yeah. Which is not how I felt about season seven. Correct. So we are starting off, I think, displaying that, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and we will see how we continue to, to view it and 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 uh, digest all this stuff with you guys. So th- thank 100%. you guys for, for listening and watching. Uh, if this is your first time, uh, please hit the like button and hit the subscribe button. Continue following along with us as we finish off the series. Uh, and if you're a longtime listener, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much. We don't love you newbies yet, but <laughs> that's what that Damn, sounds like. <laughs> you got to stick around a little longer before you, yeah, you, before you before earn our sure love. love. Before we yeah. start letting you watch, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.